Welcome to the Non-Dual Performer podcast. My name is Sam Katadia and we're going to be discussing performance in all walks of life. And we hope that this podcast will develop your curiosity and your insight around what it means to perform well. Hey, welcome back to the Non-Dual Performer podcast. And what we're going to be talking about today, Sam? Probably heard of this chap, uh, one of my favourites, Alan Watts. Oh, Alan Watts, brilliant. Are you a fan? I am actually, yes. And um, I like to listen to his commentaries and um, I like a lot of his message. Definitely do. But um, it'd be good to look at him as a figure in a little bit more depth because is it right that he was a raging alcoholic I think he liked to drink um, don't know the ins and outs of it but why is he popular I mean the, the thing is you, you, often these non-dual explorers and those who are spiritually motivated are vegans and you know meditating every day doing yoga you know doing sort of spiritual stuff maybe a couple of weeks in India if they're lucky to get get away and find their spirituality again but I think that's why Alan Watts is so popular is it's a joke you know anyone that thinks that they can find who they are outside of themselves it's a bit like a dog chasing chasing its tail and certainly for me what resonates for me with Alan Watts is the humility to be able to call that out and to say, look, it's there, there are, it's a big cosmic joke to a certain degree, and any sense of trying to find spirituality in the world of form is is probably the, the one of the biggest paradoxes going, and I think a lot of his lectures use metaphor, use quite powerful narratives to illustrate the the futility of seeking out there to get somewhere mm-hmm. and i think he learned that in his during his time over in the um living in sort of eastern cultures is that meditation his experiences of meditation were about exhausting the search that's what nirvana means nirvana is the ex- exhausting of seeking and you know he 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 did a lot of meditation with other other you know buddhists and with 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 zen zen, zen masters and yeah. that process to somehow find god and exhort and in the seeking was very much the point of it was to realize its pointlessness so mm. yeah there is a there is a there is a value in that but i think it's unnecessary i think i think it relates to what teachers call the indirect path where you kind of go through a series of trials and tribulations to somehow actualize that god never left consciousness never left and has always been here i think that certainly from Alan Watts's lectures and our access to 
his works there's a far we can go straight to that message and i think that the direct teaching idea that we can just keep hanging around the fact that consciousness never left us it never went off to hide in a mountain in india and we need to find some some guru to some somehow take us home um it could well be unnecessary certainly in my exploration the more i go straight to that truth it it sort of sort of catches up with you in a in a curious way and i think alan watts's colorful way of exploring even if he's got a you know after a couple of bottles of wine it, it doesn't really matter it's 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 his story it's it, it it stories don't need to look a particular way in order for us to communicate powerful powerful learning along the way and i think alan watts provides that debunks that kind of image that you've got to be in an ashram and it's got to be done in a certain way and you need a gong going off several times before you start reading a book you could you could just crack on and 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 look to what's happening right now yeah i completely resonate with that because um you know i honestly don't care if the man had a drink before exploring what really is the fact is it's so courageous to be that real and not rely on an image an ideal um, a belief structure in order to hold up what you say and um, I always got so much value from all from all his lectures um, yeah i think he has touched a lot of people and not by trying to help people but by shining a light on people's experience by leveling with people that that's rapport that's connection that's that's mm. a meeting of minds there's no there's no dangling in a carrot that oi over here matey this is where you got to get to come over here and you're going to be a bit more enlightened yeah yeah he he really he really goes to the heart to say that you already are there it's perfect crack on and in, and live your life let it let it unfold in lots of different ways and and we can't ever stop waking up to that message it, it it's it's a relief uh it's a relief to know that ultimately we can't do it wrong in in true nature what we can certainly do is is keep being keep reminded of this shroud like play that we live in that somehow we've got to do it a particular way there is a there is a knowing and, a, and, and an element of waking up to that but ultimately no no correction can ever be achieved because we're, we're not separate we're not separate from that which provides our immediate experience we are deeply connected with that and you can see he has fun with it mm. you know the, his prolificness of, of what he's produced in terms of content just it, it it looks and when he talks it feels effortless just just a kid having a bit of fun exploring 
exploring the world um, and and I think there's a lot a lot to be had for that one one of my favorite um, lectures is there are no wrong feelings and some of the work I do with with kids at Empire Fighting Chance who have been diagnosed with depression who've been diagnosed with anger problems attention deficit disorder they are constantly being told by their ex so their experts that there's something there that needs to be corrected there's something there that needs to be fixed there's something wrong there is something fundamentally wrong mm. um, and and we can carry that idea through life with us and it's really rewarding when you see kids have this few moment when they realize that it's actually okay to feel angry it's okay to feel sad it can be okay just as you are yeah yeah and sometimes when we really suffer we know we need to investigate that by nature a little bit more if we've mm. had a, mm. had a deep experience to really go into that intimately more and under, understand the fabric of it but you know when you're young and you're told that there are no wrong feelings that that is a weight off you know a so-called mind that's a weight that's a that's a walking back we're not treating these subtle objects with the power and the importance that we did and certainly empire fighting chance when we get the kids on the you know it's a boxing gym that it, we 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 use the medium of non-contact boxing to to allow kids to to express themselves and to get some exercise and in one session we'll just keep reinforcing there are no wrong feelings very much like a coach would teach a boxer to just you know um, keep their guard up it's a simple instruction but one that gets easier and more effortless the more we realize and trust in that and you know again bringing it back to Alan Watts Alan Watts is a has that sort of charisma that can cut through any beliefs around how spirituality should be dressed you know the even the idea that we've always got to be politically correct and not yeah. swear and say yeah. things in a certain way and be the perfect know. participant the perfect non-dual yeah human being yeah and, and the fact that we got a smile all the time and yeah, yeah. do you know, do you know yeah. what we can share in love by by having a go at someone we can share in love in so many different ways it's about being authentic and again mm. the raw space and again it, i'm glad this has come up in alan watts a conversation about alan watts his empire fighting chance and the gym it's raw you've got guys women you know not just for men i know people have this belief about boxing everybody of all different shapes and sizes coming together all sharing in you know uh the, the sort of the pursuit of, of of learning a bit of boxing everyone with different stories that's spirituality that's that's just coming together in an ordinary way that is far more sacred than trying to cultivate an image or doing things in a different way it it, it confuses the mind and body to feel like I have got to be a certain way that breeds separation that breeds divisiveness that is ultimately the beginning of religion or a cult and I think Alan Watts 
as a bit of a loner. I'm, I'm sure he had communities where he spoke to people about this, but I'm sure it would have been like you and I, Jamie, good friends. We're just just exploring. Neither of us are experts, but you know, love love exploring in that, just as Alan Watts did. Yeah, I mean that's that's a really important thing to open up as well. And, and uh, who can you trust? Who can you look to and trust on your non-dual journey? Uh, what what um, other people who are exploring it that maybe have gone a few steps ahead of you? How can you define someone who is going to be very helpful with the media they create? And how how can you spot if someone's going to um, try and create a dependency within you to keep coming and buying and coming and buying and this leads us to the whole you know non-dual capitalist structure yeah yeah I think anybody that promises you something is ultimately either lost in a delusion or or conning you that's what that's that's my thoughts on the matter now if someone offers you the space to have a chat explore they might point you to some some good and then like to where you know you could use the word teacher or a, you know a, a, a well-versed explorer should I say if it's framed in that way then you know go for it because if we if a teacher says I'm gonna give you X I'm gonna offer you X you're going to get X then you ultimately will very easily confuse the teacher with the truth as the old sort of saying says don't confuse the hand that points to the moon don't confuse the hand with the moon point you know don't yeah look in the direction of the moon but don't get too attached to that hand because it's only a pointer I think that was Bruce Lee wasn't it it was um don't look at the hand or else you'll miss all that heavenly glory something yeah. like that that's yeah. a very bad Bruce Lee um, accent I absolutely adore Bruce Lee as well but yeah yeah um, exactly it's very very easy to to do that when we ourselves ourselves believe that somehow we can enlighten others no we can't we can deepen our own exploration. We can learn more in our own space. And, and this is why, you know, the, I think it was um, Apollo who said, you know, know thyself. That's the biggest gift that we can bring to the world because naturally then we permeate love. Well, this is what I think. We permeate love, freedom, peace, lack of attachment naturally if we somehow think right i want to share this with the world in order to somehow fix the world then we are up our own asses basically and we we breed misunderstanding that doesn't mean you don't call out hurt and harm mm -hmm. and pain in the world but it, it really must be done in a way not to judge not to blame you have to intimately see everything that's happening in the world as ultimately, you know, connected, connected by, you know, almost like an umbilical invisible cord that 
binds us all in a collective consciousness. You have to see everybody as you. If you see other people as somehow separate from you, then ultimately it is another defense mechanism of the so-called self muddling around the world of non-duality. You know, love never left, freedom is always here, but certainly blame and judgment is ultimately a blame and judgment on, on ourselves. And that always stems from a, a misinterpretation of what's happening. Alan Watts, true master of debunking all this stuff and going off on a bit of a tangent as, as we, we can do a bit, but something special in that, because it's ordinary, it's life. Ordinary everyday consciousness yeah and it, it never left us and, and, mm. and Alan Watts just will say the same thing over and over again in lots of different colourful ways pointing pointing to that pointing to source but in his beautiful you know expansive way and yeah he's he's a great asset for us all to explore his his videos are you know most of them freely available you know on on YouTube, and yeah, it, it's great that it's in in the in in the public domain and it hasn't been monetized into some kind of um, pyramid platform of Alan Watts enlightenment because ultimately, truth is immediately access accessible to all now. No one has is privy to better truth than others um that just creates your your, your pyramid model of, of of actualization and enlightenment that eventually just leads to more and more confusion yeah i mean it, it essentially creates another dominance hierarchy where people are trying to vie to get to the top without actually exploring things as they are through a codependent platform sometimes Again, why just bring it bringing it back to Alan? Why he sidesteps that is because of the the ease of buying into belief systems. Even even Rupert Spira, I believe, um, could see see the trappings of his early teachings and his his devotion to his teacher. That there are ways now as society changes as access to information becomes easier we can go direct to this knowledge Alan Watts is a great example of almost like a direct teacher or an explorer because he, he he's saying look you don't need to go through all these the right jump through all of these hoops just just keep bringing yourself back to what is apparent and what is known right now and that naturally unburdens and moves focus away from the transitory nature of life and brings us back to the you know the the north star of life that is always present which is that light that is allowing us to experience everything and you know it's so rewarding because it's it never goes away even in deep sleep when we fall asleep we're not scared of sleeping and we, we know the experience is expansive and infinite and open um, we don't have the lucid dream that we're in in the waking state 
but awareness is still there and, and, and evidence of that are the symbols and the images that pop up in that, that vast space when we're, we're in deep sleep and dreams but ultimately awareness never left never left and never went anywhere and it's it's just great to see someone really bring that and drive that home so it really is accessible to all without any need to subscribe to an image or a way it is organic accessible and it's truthful i think those three components are what makes alan watts such a legend yeah 100 percent. great thanks for listening everyone i'll we'll see you in the next episode thanks everybody for tuning into my podcast channel for this episode hope to see 